Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the game for you guys. We have six games for you today. The Magic game is off the slate, and uh, so this will be a pretty good one. Hopefully you guys dodged the Tyreek Evans news yesterday. That was really frustrating, and uh, the game's being pumped up to 8 p.m. lock time. That's good, right? You can help maybe get some more time to help out your family with something. Uh, just, just, I like the 8 p.m. lock time a little bit more because, again, it just helps us dodge news like the Tyreek Evans thing today. It's only one game at 7. We can easily just get rid of that one and kind of move on. So that's kind of what I'm what I'm thinking on this slate. Very happy about it and uh, excited to dive into the games. But before we do that, let's talk about Buffalo Wild Wings. They love a Cinderella story. It's the tale of an underdog, the unexpected. And by their unexpected nature, you just can't predict when one is going to happen. It's what makes them great, but also what makes them frustrating. Because at any moment, you can miss a Cinderella sighting. Unless you're spending March at B-Dubs, the official hangout of NCAA March Madness. Here, you'll catch every second of every game, and you'll be able to look back and tell the story of the team you watch climb their way from a low seed to the champions. But only if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. All right, let's get back to the games. First one of the slate, we got the Dallas Mavericks and the New Orleans Pelicans. This game is the first of a three games in three nights, like for home games for the Pelicans because of that leaky roof. Uh, so that's going to be very interesting, something to watch over the next three days. So yeah, uh, Pelicans, definitely a great team to target here. Dallas is a team that struggles a ton defensively uh, against big men. This is going to be a, a great Anthony Davis spot. I mean, he, he should absolutely crush here. I, I always love targeting big men against Dallas. So uh, yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis, he is definitely going to be a, a stud that you want to pay up for tonight. He's probably the stud you want to pay up for. Uh, it, it's it's you know it's Westbrook, Harden, and, and uh, Davis. They're all on like a tier of their own. Uh, and I, I think it's Davis for me. He's the guy I'm going to want to play. I, I like him a ton here. Going to get a lot of exposure to him. I like Rondo here in this spot. I think there's upside for him. A little too worried to do it in cash games, but I, I, I think Rondo makes sense. A little revenge spot. I know last time uh, against Boston, it wasn't the greatest, right? He didn't help you. He didn't burn you. It was just one of those mediocre type of outings, but I still think that this is a fine spot for him, uh, right? Last time out there, 26.1 fantasy points, but the upside for him in tournaments is just insane. So, yeah, I definitely think that uh, going with a guy like Rondo here uh, could make sense in tournaments. Besides those two, I also think Drew Holiday certainly in play. More so on DraftKings, I like him at 8,300. 9,000, man, that's a lot. It's a lot for Drew Holiday. I know he's been good to me, but uh, it's definitely an expensive price tag. But he's been really great, so uh, I definitely think I have interest in him. I like him on both sites, uh, and even Fantasy Draft too. I think I like him more so on Fantasy Draft and DraftKings rather than on a site like uh, a FanDuel. Like I said, a little expensive over there. But again, I, I do think he is a, uh, I do think he's a good play. Miritich, uh, man, so he's like that, like typical, like he's got very high upside, right? T- mainly tournament play. It's tough to play him in cash games at his price. He's super cheap on on uh, fantasy draft, DraftKings, and FanDuel. But 
I think he's more of a tournament play. If you think it's a uh, Miritich game, go ahead and fire away. I think this is the game that you'd rather play him rather than a guy like Emeka Okafor. I think it fits. Uh, this game fits him more. I could see them going Anthony Davis at the five because it's just going to be a matchup nightmare for Dallas, and then just putting Okafor, uh, not Okafor, uh, putting Miritich at the four. And I can see him getting a lot of run. I think he's a great tournament play. It's tougher for me to do in cash games, but I like him in tournaments here in this spot. Each one more. If you need just like a safe cash game filler. That's kind of how I'd use him right now. Uh, not the greatest spot for him. Not one I'm just in love with against Dallas, but I think it's fine. It's fair. Uh, it's really just still, uh, you know, with the Pelicans king in on Davis and uh, Drew Holiday is my main guys that I like. And then uh, Miritich and Miritich and uh, Rondo are probably my uh, probably my guys that I like in, in tournaments a little bit. We'll go to the Dallas side real quick. Uh, Dallas is, you know, they're, they're one of those teams that's tanking. They can be frustrating. And again, they've already came out with some really frustrating news. It's like, J.J. Barea will try and play today. Dorian Finnis-Smith, he is going to be available. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. has a sprained ankle, and Wesley Matthews said, uh, yeah, he's a 14-year-old. He'll be able. He'll be all right. He'll be able to play probably. That's Wesley Matthews, though. It's not uh, hearing anything from Carlisle or anything, so we still got to wait on that news. Then we got Harrison Barnes. He's available tonight. Like, what does that mean? What does it mean that he's available, right? Still trying to, like, figure out what they're going to do with this news. Uh, it's something that I still don't think we really know and I'm not going to be clear on. So I'm not going to mess around with these Dallas guys unless I get some clear word on, on things. I'm not going to mess around with the J.J. Bray, who will try and play. Uh, you know, a Dennis Smith Jr., right? You know, he says he's going to be out for a while. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, how long they're going to keep him out. You know, they're on tank watch. So I'm sure he's not going to play for a little while. Uh, but apparently his ankle isn't that bad. So who knows when he'll come back. Slob Mejri, too. He, he's now probable for this game. I mean, it just... It's all over the place. Who who can we like here? Uh, I think mainly keeping it simple, going to guys like a Nerlens Noel, right, who I, I'm assuming should get run. I know he sat that last game, but I like him as like a cheaper value. I think he's can be kind of interesting. Maybe at guard, God, I don't know. Are they gonna they're still gonna run with the Motley? I know they were looking at Jonathan Motley and Warner, they said, but you know, Motley only got nine minutes and Warney got yeah, he didn't even get run that last time. So, I don't know. Dallas just to stay away from me right now. I, don't don't play them. It's too much of a mess. I, I'm not doing that in my cash games. It's way too frustrating of a situation. So, I'm just going to stay away unless I get word. I know it's the Pelicans, but uh, I need I need more news coming up closer to lock. So, that's kind of how I'm approaching the Dallas. I know it's frustrating. I can't give you more analysis on that. But it's just, you know, these teams are tanking and they're not they're just they're not giving you enough word on what, what they're going to play and whatnot. So, I, I can't give you enough analysis on it. Sorry to say that. It's just a frustrating spot, and it's just important that to note that we need to pay attention to that news uh, when we get closer to lock because there can be some good value here. Let's go to the next game, though. We'll talk about the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder uh, and the Boston Celtics. 208.5 total. I, I like this game a little bit uh, for some of these Thunder guys, like a Westbrook, right? Uh, he's someone that you can definitely want to have exposure to. He he's, he's definitely certainly in play. Uh, question is, do you want to pay for him? I'm probably not going to pay for him, so I'll probably pass on him in this spot. Paul George, he's too expensive for me, so no thanks. I, I don't really want to mess around with him. I, I get it. He does have upside still at the price, but I think... Uh, you know, it's between will he get those 30 fantasy points or the 50, and I, I kind of lean more so he gets the 30, and I just don't feel like he's necessary at this price for me. Carmelo Anthony is starting to reach way too cheap territory. I mean, oh, it's like ridiculous how cheap he is. 10.8K on fantasy draft. On Fandley's 5.4K. I mean, that's getting way too cheap for Melo. I, I mean, people said that at 5.8K, and I was like, eh, it probably needs to go down a little bit lower, but uh, DraftKings 5.5k. I mean, that's a crazy price on Melo. So uh, he's in the conversation for me. I, 
more of a cash game play than a tournament play, but he's in the conversation. I don't know if I'll pull the trigger, but he's definitely definitely someone I'm thinking about. Uh, Steven Adams, I think this is a good game for him. I like his upside here in this spot. He's been playing really well the past couple games, and against the Boston front court that struggles, uh, you know, I, I think this is a good spot for Steven Adams. He's probably my favorite Thunder play here if you want to play any of them. Uh, 7,300 on a site like FanDuel. DraftKings, we get Steven Adams at... 6.9k I, I love when we get him below the 7k range so that's great for him and then uh, fantasy draft 12.7k that's just too cheap for him so i, I this is probably sometimes probably my favorite play on the thunder side of the ball if we look at the celtics they're still dealing with some injuries right kyrie irving still out marcus marcus smart jalen brown still out so with that news there's uh you know still guys that are benefiting a ton you got jason tatum i think he's a nice safe option marcus morris i think he's pretty good play Al Horford, he's too pricey for me. I'd rather play Steven Adams. Uh, this is not a great matchup for him against Adams, so I'll pass on him. It's really t- uh, Marcus Morris and Tatum are two guys I like a lot. And then a guy like Terry Rozier, 7,500 on a site like FanDuel. Let's see where he is everywhere else. Fantasy draft, we can get Rozier at 13.5K. And DraftKings, he is 7.3. So I-, I think he's fine here. I think he's playable. Uh, not someone I'm jamming in, but I I, I think he's he's in play. Uh, I, I'm more so like a guy like Marcus Morris and uh, Jason Tatum instead. But uh, yeah, that's kind of about it for me. Marcus Morris is probably my favorite guy in the Celtics side of the ball. Uh, Rogier's on the list too. It's like Rogier, Morris, and uh, Tatum, and then I'd say uh, on the other side of the ball, it's really Stephen Adams and Melo, and obviously Westbrook. He's in play too, but uh, Adams is my favorite on on the Thunder. All right, let's go to the next game we have. And uh, this one is one that we're going to have to watch for some news. We've got the Los Angeles Clippers and the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think this is a really good game to target. 227 total. This is the game that if I was stacking any of them, this is the one that I would stack up. This is when I would get the most exposure to. And we also have word on Tobias Harris that we have to watch for. He is questionable for this game with an illness. If he doesn't play, that's going to be big news for us. I've been kind of wondering what's been going on with Lou Williams and why he hasn't been popping as much. And it feels like it's partially because of Tobias Harris uh, really just playing so well and taking a lot of production away from him. So I, I think if Tobias Harris sits, I think this could benefit Lou Williams. I, I really do think this could help him out a ton. So if Tobias Harris sits, uh, Lou Williams would be someone I, I might try and really prioritize on this slate a ton. So I'd have to wait for that news. Also, if Tobias Harris sits right, Matrez Mart- Herrett. I call him Montrezl Harrell, so I'm going to keep calling him that. Montrezl Harrell, but his name is Montrez Harrell. Uh, but that's my that's one of my guys I like to roster whenever I can get him for a nice value. Uh, and this would be a great value spot if a guy like Tobias Harris sat. So uh, look to him if a guy like Harris sits too. Even DeAndre Jordan, they're just going to need his body, right? This is a team that plays double bigs a lot. They play Towns and, and Gibson all the time. So they're going to need a guy like DeAndre Jordan's body on the court a ton. Uh, so I, I think he's definitely someone that is going to be in play on this slate. Another guy who could really benefit from Harris being out just because of the volume of the shooting Harris has had. And the, I just think uh, a guy like Austin Rivers, at his price, he just has a, you know, a lot of upside. That's all. It's like uh, the Timberwolves are a team. And again, like uh, Timberwolves are just a team that are not good against point guard. And I've talked about this with, with a guy like Austin Rivers. He's just really cheap and has a lot of upside, right? 5.8K. Uh, I, I wish he'd be a little bit cheaper, but still, I think there's upside at that price. And against a team like the Timberwolves, if you're telling me, do you want to play Milos Teodosic or a guy like Austin Rivers? 
man, it's just like Rivers has so much more upside than a guy like Tia Dosich does. So, uh, and he's playing a ton of minutes. I'll just list off the minutes for you. 37, 39, 38, 35, 33, 37. He's going to be on the floor whenever, you know, another volume shooter goes around like a Tobias Harris, right? This is going to be good for uh, a guy like Austin Rivers. So uh, he's not afraid to shoot. So I think that could definitely help him out. So yeah, uh, definitely think he's in play too. So like Rivers, Lou Williams, Harrell and uh, DeAndre Jordan are the four that I'm really keying in on. I probably won't mess around with a lot of these bench guys uh, on on the Clippers. They just give a lot of minutes to all these other guys, and they're kind of really important. I won't mess around with, like, a Cinderius Thornwell. He's more so a guy that they have for defensive purposes. I don't like him a ton. It's just really going to be those four guys that I'm, I'm keying in on on the Clippers side of the ball. And if a guy like Tobias Harris uh, gets rolled in late, I don't really like playing guys on an illness, but if you're telling me he's going to be 5% owned or less, then that's really interesting. So, uh Kind of have to wait and see how that news shakes up. That's something you kind of play around with in tournaments uh, more so. But we could have a lot of value here with the Clippers, and they could be a really good play in a 227 total. Talk about the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves side of the ball here now. I really like Carlton Towns, especially on, on Fantasy Draft. And DraftKings really like his price over there. He's a guy that I'd be jamming in my lineups, especially against a team like the Clippers. Again, like going against DeAndre Jordan, they're going to need his body. Uh, it's just going to—it's a really good spot for a guy like DeAndre Jordan. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I'm not DeAndre Jordan. I like uh, Carl Anthony Towns. So I like him a lot. Uh, FanDuel 10.5K, I'm a little less uh, interested in that price, but uh, I, I really do think that this is a, a, a great spot for Carl Anthony Towns, and he'll, he'll put up a ton of shots, and he's been really the, the, a big bene- beneficiary from uh, Jimmy Butler going down with the injury. Jeff Teague is a really nice, safe, just cash game option. I mean, had showed a you know flash a huge ceiling last game, but I'll just read you his game log. He, he's super safe, and uh, you know I'm kind of mad that I didn't play more of him against uh, Houston. Uh, it's just he's been really good. I'll just read you his game log: fifty point nine, forty two point three. 30.5, Yeah, on the weekend grind, I just was not as high on him as I probably should have been on a three-game slate. It just, uh, I kind of regret it. I don't want to miss out on him against the Clippers. I think he's a really good option on this slate. Just someone that I'm going to be getting a lot of exposure to, I think. Like 6.4 on DK is still really cheap. I think, like, you know, 7K on FanDuel is where he's more priced appropriately. Uh, and, like, on Fantasy Draft, too, if you look at his price over there, 12.5K, he's someone I want to be getting in my lineup. So I like Jeff Teague a ton here. Uh, I'd get a lot of exposure to him on this slate. Andrew Wiggins is super frustrating. I'm going to pass on him. I know he was uh, he was good last game out against Houston. He was solid. But at his price now, I'm just not in love with him. So I'm going to pass on him. I don't think he's that necessary. Nemanja Bielitsa. I think he's an okay play. Don't hate him. He, he's fine. He's uh, kind of in, in the conversation, but he's someone that probably uh, ends up missing my, my, my lineups uh, when I think more and more about it. Taj Gibson, he, he's you know he's just cheap. He hasn't been so great this season, but like, like last two games have been really, really, really bad, but he's kind of cheap enough where I could get if you want to take a shot on him in tournaments, but I don't think we need to. It's really, I'm just going to key on Carl Anthony Towns and Jeff Teague. They're probably my two favorite targets, and then followed by a guy like uh, Bielitsa, and that's kind of how I'm going to do it, uh, especially on FanDuel, a site where you have to roster like two small forwards. That's kind of about it for me. Uh, with this, uh, those are like the three guys that I'm really targeting. But let's go to the next game, the Atlanta Hawks and the Utah Jazz. And, man, this game, uh, this is going to be a frustrating one because we have an uh, Atlanta Hawks team. Don't really know what to kind of do with them at this point. They are a really, really frustrating team. In general, 206.5 total here. This is a game that we really don't want to target a ton of. If we had to pick, right, one game on the slate that we just thought about staying away from, this would be in the conversation right here. Just a really ugly game. 
Dennis Schroeder, I, I like his price. That's kind of one of the things that's nice about him. It's just really cheap. So uh, if you told me he played all these minutes, I would have interest. Like 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 last game, 34 minutes. If, if you're telling me he's getting that, great. I would have interest in him. But it's just a really frustrating spot. And, uh, I don't know. It's just I think he's a great tournament play, but I struggle to do it in cash games. Uh, you know, If he fit my last spot in cash, I'd maybe just swallow it and hope for the best. But again... Uh, I don't really like doing that right now this time of season and hopefully find just some uh, better plays instead. But yeah, I think he's in the conversation uh, for sure. Torian Prince, I don't want to pay that price for him. I know he's been really good. Like just, it's crazy to think, right? Here's his game logs, 56.7, 46.1, 40, and 51.1. But I really don't want to pay uh, 7.7K for a Torian Prince on FanDuel, on Fantasy Draft. You can get Torian Prince for 13.3K. I like that a little bit more. And DraftKings, you can get him for 7.1K. So I like his price more so on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. But it's it's still tough to swallow. I just don't know how he's doing this. I know I get it. Kent Bazemore's not there. But I don't know. It's one of those things that I feel like I'm definitely biased towards right now. If you've been playing him, keep firing away. Uh, I don't think I'll end up doing it, but I get it. But this is not a great matchup for him. You know, if you look at all the games he's played, this is definitely one of the uh, you know more difficult matchups here for him. So uh, I don't know. It's definitely a tough one for me to roster. Other than that, though, uh, John Collins forgot to mention he's out right, so that might even uh, that'll help some guys in the front court. That might get uh, Tyler Cavanaugh some run. I don't know if that will, but I don't think he's that great of a value. Uh, I don't think I'd end up going to him. And mainly be looking at guys like Dwayne Dedman and Mike Muscala. Problem is, yeah, this is a tough matchup for them, right? They got a guy like Rudy Gobert they're going to have to deal with in the front court. So uh, even though there could be some value here, uh, definitely a difficult matchup for them. So I don't know, kind of tough for me to really uh, get behind those guys a ton. Other than that, there's really not a ton of them I really like. Uh, again, this is a, a this is not an easy matchup for them defensively. Uh, I'm just kind of staying away from a lot of these guys, like even like a Tyler Dorsey. I know he's been uh, a value that we've played uh, here and there, but I don't really want to mess around with those guys too much. Let's go on to the Utah side of the ball. I think this is a great spot for Rudy Gobert. Problem is the price. Uh, I just don't know if I want to pay that price on him. Uh, His price has gone up and up, and that's because he's been really good. But uh, over $10,000 on FanDuel, I'll pass on him there. Over on DraftKings, I'm more interested, 8.4K. That's more interesting. I think uh, you can definitely put him in the conversation. I like that price a lot. I think he's uh, definitely in play there. Like if you had, if you told me I had to pick between a Rudy Gobert or a DeAndre Jordan, that's going to kind of be an interesting conversation, right? There's a 700 difference uh, in, on fantasy draft and then on DraftKings. DeAndre Jordan is 600 or less. I'd probably lean DeAndre Jordan more. So that's one reason maybe I might uh, kind of leave off Gobert a little bit because then I'd rather pay up a little bit more for Towns too. I could find like $1,000 for Towns. But I do think Gobert is a really good play against the Hawks. Uh, I just, um, I'm not, not going crazy over him. Again, he's, he's one of those guys probably in the conversation for me. I wouldn't hate it. If someone's like, yeah, I'm playing Rudy Gobert against the Hawks. I'm not going to talk them out of it, but uh, I just prefer probably DeAndre Jordan and Towns a little bit more instead. And I try and find the ways to get them in my lineups instead. If I, if I had to pick other than that, Ricky Rubio, I'm not paying that price on him. Uh, just really expensive at 8k, uh, DraftKings, it's a little more interesting at 7k, but again, I don't know if I really want to pay that price tag on, on Rubio. He's been really good though. I, I totally get it. And I totally understand, but I don't know. Uh, not, not, not the, I'm not the biggest fan of, uh, paying that price tag for him right now, but he's in the conversation for sure. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, he's been good too, but, uh, yeah, again, like, I don't know. I just don't want to get too much exposure to the Jazz. I think they're, if you, if you play any of them, it's really just Rudy, it's, uh, you know, Rudy Gobert, Rubio, and Mitchell, and it's mainly on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, and that's about it. 
Uh, that's kind of the way I would approach this team. And I wouldn't get too overexposed to them. Uh, I wouldn't be playing like, you know, all three of them in the same lineup. I'd be picking and choosing uh, guys throughout my lineup. So that's kind of the way I would do it in tournaments. Other than that, uh, let's go to the next game. Detroit Pistons, uh, Phoenix Suns, 217 total. And this is a game that's definitely really interesting. We got the Suns in the slate, 13 to target a lot, uh, really struggle defensively. And we got a team like the Pistons that I think we can get some exposure to here and definitely have some interest in. I like uh, Andre Drummond. He's definitely a good center play. If you have the money for him, I would definitely be spending spending on him. If you look at him on uh, FanDuel, kind of kind of pricey uh, at 10K. A lot of these guys are over 10K though. So if you're gonna pay up at center, you're kind of uh, you have to make a decision. Andre Drummond 9.4K though over on DraftKings. I like that price a lot. Again, another reason why Gobert might kind of fall on the wayside for me is because hey, I kind of like Drummond here in this spot. A lot of a lot of rebound upside for him. He could absolutely crush in this matchup. So good spot for him. I I, I like uh, Andre Drummond. Going to be a good play. Also, like Blake Griffin here, I think this is a great game environment for him. Could fit him well. He's a little pricey, I get it, but I do think this is a good matchup for him. So I think taking a shot on him uh, today is a good idea. I like him. I'll definitely get exposure to him on the slate. Other than that, though, I don't really know what to do with the rest of these uh, Pistons guys because I really don't like to play a ton of them. Like a guy like Dwight Buckus, he's kind of popping for me. Or I guess that's his name. Is it Buckus or Bucus? I don't know how to say his name, but he's popping a little bit for me. Uh, I don't know why he's popping, but he is. So, uh, yeah, that's that's. I don't know. I guess he's he's in play, I guess, for me right now. But kind of have to figure out the reason why he's uh, popping like that. I don't know if the Pistons are tanking or if there's someone out that I'm missing. But uh, I'm not seeing anything here on anyone being out right now. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Ish Smith is certainly an interesting tournament option. He flashed uh, that upside that we hadn't seen in a while against the Kings. Played 34 minutes, had 18 fantasy points, and had 30, you know, 33 fantasy points. That's great. Uh, and a spot against the Suns is a good spot to take a shot on him. So uh, I think taking a shot on Ish Smith makes sense in tournaments if you want to. So, yeah, I, I don't hate that. Reggie Bullock, he's a little pricey for me. I know the matchup against the Suns makes sense, but I'll stay away from him here at this price. I think the way, you know, all in all, to really kind of sum up this uh, entire uh, situation with the, with the Pistons is I would kind of just – Play Drummond, play Blake Griffin, maybe take a shot on Ish Smith, and that's about it. Really not mess around too much here. Let's talk about the Sun side of the ball. We got TJ Warren. He's doubtful for this game against the Pistons, but you never know. So stay on the lookout for that. And then Devin Booker, he was limited in practice. Kind of don't know if he's going to play. Uh, status is uncertain right now. So we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen with him in this game. So with that type of news, it's definitely going to be very interesting here, right? We're going to have a guy like Josh Jackson who, if there's no TJ Warren and Devin Booker, I mean, just fire him up. He's going to be really in play. I know he's kind of expensive. Definitely pretty frustrating to see him at this price, but uh, that might keep some people off him. He's 6.5K on FanDuel, 6.3K on DraftKings, and then over on Fantasy Draft, we get him at 12.5K. I'll probably just get exposure to him for sure. The Pistons are a team that struggle against small forwards all season long. Uh, no Warren, possibly. No Booker, possibly. This could be a big spot for Josh Jackson. I would love him. I'd get a ton of exposure to him on this slate. I'd also get exposure to Alfred Payton, right? This could be a great spot for him. We know the Pistons, again, Ishmith defense is one of the target. I know Alfred Payton has been frustrating, but I'd even consider him in cash games if Booker is out, uh, including uh, TJ Warren. I mean, there, there, this could just be a big spot for him. I know the price is uh, really cheap. The upside is going to be insane for him. And in cash games, I think I could even swallow it and hope that he just uh, you know finds a way to get there so yeah i i like his price i think alfred payton is a really good tournament play and in the conversation for cash uh, for me surprisingly but 
Uh, Alex Len, I think his body's going to be needed a ton. Uh, you know, he's just got a big body that's going to be necessary. And uh, if Tyson Chandler doesn't play, that'll be big for him. I, I could see him getting run here. Being a solid, interesting, uh, cheap value play on the slate, he definitely is going to be someone to consider. But uh, there is a little bit of risk to it where I'd kind of be concerned to do it in cash games. But I do think he's going to be in play on the slate for sure. Uh, other than that, uh, I guess Dragon Bender becomes in play because they have two, you know, they have a double big lineup with the Pistons. They're going to need his size, I'm assuming. Uh, Marquise Chris would definitely probably struggle against a guy like uh, Blake Griffin, so they'll probably need Bender a little bit. So I guess he makes an interesting tournament option, especially if Alex Lane gets in foul trouble. I could see them sliding a guy like Bender to the five and playing Chris alongside with him if they have to. So yeah, I think uh, Bender makes an interesting tournament option. Uh, last game out against Golden State Warriors, he played 34 minutes. And then against the Jazz, he played 29. Didn't have the greatest games, but he's still getting those minutes. Uh, so I think he'd be an interesting low on tournament option. But that's about it for this game for me. Uh, I, I do think it's a game that we want to target and get some exposure to. But let's head over to the, uh, the late night hammer, the last game of the night. We have the Houston Rockets and the Portland Trailblazers. This game is definitely one to look at. 217 and a half total and again it has one of the stars on the slate has James Harden uh the question is do we want to pay for him here of course he's matchup proof he's James Harden last two games out uh 60 fantasy points he can have big games uh against anyone uh those last two matchups were really good ones for him and the Trailblazers is definitely not the easiest one they've been a lot better this season defensively as a whole you know this is definitely a big game though playoff wise right you're definitely expecting both teams to show up this will be a fun one to watch I'll definitely be watching this one uh Rockets are five 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 point favorites, and the Blazers are home, and they're still on a win streak, I believe. I forget what the win streak is at, but I'm um, assuming they're going to want to protect that and really show that they're uh, a, a team to be feared. Uh, I'm going to pull up their win streak now because, again, like they, their win streak has been really good. So I kind of want to check out uh, what their what their win streak's at. And you know, when teams get rolling in the NBA, they want to keep that streak alive. So uh, pulling this up now. Hang on, it's just loading and taking way too long. Uh, the Blazers have a 13-game win streak. So, uh, yeah, again, this is a game where the Rockets coming down the road. They're, they're definitely going to want to you know, play hard for this game. It feels like a playoff atmosphere type game, I'm assuming, tonight. And uh, I think Harden certainly in play because of that. Uh, I, I think this could be a big game for him. You'd see him really showing up. Same with Chris Paul, too. Uh, I like him. I think his price is really good. 8.1K on FanDuel. If you pull up the DraftKings price, or let's do Fantasy Draft first because I have it up. Uh, his price over there is 15.5K, and then DraftKings, he is 8K. So I think he's a, he's a good play there. Definitely think he could definitely show up in this spot. So yeah, I think they're both elite plays on the slate. I like Clint Capella a ton on DraftKings. 6.6K is a really cheap price tag for him. I would definitely get exposure to him. Don't really like his price uh, on FanDuel at, at 7.8K, and I like his fantasy draft price too. So I think he's a good play over on uh, DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. FanDuel, a little, little less interested in him. I kind of like Nurkic's price just from an upside perspective. Like You just see him at 6.3K on uh, FanDuel and DraftKings. It's just like, that's just a really cheap price for him. And I could see him uh, obviously having a big game. They're going to need his body against a guy like Clint Capella. So I think that he's a, a tournament play that you, you can definitely see him getting a ton of upside uh, with. So I think Nurkic is someone that's in play. You can definitely definitely consider on this slate. I kind of said it uh, last game out when, when he played uh, DeAndre Jordan. They're going to need his big body. I assume they're going to need his body against Capella. And if, it's really simple, like if 
Nurkic plays, you know, 29 minutes or more, like 30 minutes around, he gets you like, it seems like 40 fantasy points or more. If he doesn't, then he gets you, you know, 20, you know, like the low 20s. And again, like the low 20s isn't great, but the upside he can have, if you if you see a big body that he's going to have to go up against like a, uh, you know, like a Clint Capella, uh, I think Nurkic could have a really big game. So I like him. Uh, I can see Aminu fit in this game uh, style really well. I don't like his price over on FanDuel as much as DraftKings. Uh, on DraftKings, he's definitely cheaper. Like Fantasy Draft, we get him for 10.5K, but DraftKings price, and I don't know if you notice the common theme on this, but there's just so many more guys that are way cheaper on DraftKings. It's a lot easier uh, today on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft than it is on FanDuel, but 5.3K for him over there. I think Aminu is a solid play. Don't mind getting exposure to him. Uh, haven't really talked about the uh, the Trailblazers with backcourt yet. Uh, Damian Lillard, he's a guy that, you know, you know, he always points to the watch, uh, when it's time for a big game and this would definitely be time for a big game. I get it. I, I think he's a fine play, but with Chris Paul defense, I'm just going to stay away because it's Chris Paul. He's, you know, he's a really good defender. I know Damian Lillard can show up in any game. He's matchup proof, but I think it's, I think it's a better spot to just stay away from him. And instead of paying for Damian Lillard, just find, you know, just pay, go down $1,400 and just Go to Chris Paul instead. I think that's a better route to go if you want exposure to this game. So, uh, yeah, I'll kind of do that. Other than that, uh, I really don't want to mess around with, like, Trevor Ariza, P.J. Tucker. I know Ariza's been pretty good recently, but eh, I don't like him a ton in this spot. I think it's just mainly keying in on the stars for me. I'm looking at guys like Capella and Nurkic. I, I like those two centers. They're good plays. And then Chris Paul and James Harden, they're two guys I would look at. And uh, instead of going to... Instead of going to Damian Lillard, I'd go cheap to CJ McCollum. I think this could be a good spot for him. I'd prefer him. So again, to kind of sum it up, uh, on the Trailblazers side of the ball, I like McCollum, Nurkic, and Aminu. And then on the uh, Rockets side of the ball, it's lame, but it's Chris Paul, Harden, and uh, Capella, other guys I would really look to get my exposure to. That'll about wrap up this slate for you guys, though. Uh, I will not be here tomorrow. We got someone else filling in. Again, I'm going to tease it. Come back tomorrow for the Daily Fantasy Fix and find out. Uh, It's definitely going to be a a great guest for you guys. I'm sure you'll love him. And, uh, yeah, that's about it for the slate. Uh, If you have any questions, give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Happy to answer questions for you guys as long as it's not too close to lock. Uh, So, yeah, uh, hopefully I can get to you guys with some questions if you have any today on the slate. Again, it should be a fun one. Hopefully you dodged the the Tyreek Evan news today. And for me, Travis Mangone, I'm out. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.